all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Okay, okay, welcome back to Body and Parts Real Talk. 15 minutes of relevant and important topics. Let's get right into this and let me pick it back. The Apostle Paul dealt with more things that any other person that God called. Now, besides Jesus, I'm not talking about Jesus and the Word of God. Many of the followers, disciples, got tortured pretty bad. Uh, history has that Peter was crucified, but he decided he wanted to be crucified upside down because he didn't think he was worthy enough to get crucified right side up like Jesus. Historians say that's true. How accurate and true that is, I don't know. But historians say that's what's happened. I don't know how true that is. Uh, James, John boiled in oil, but he didn't die. It was a lot of torture through the others. The other uh, disciples, the Bible does not put too much emphasis on how they died. And so I, I can't speak on that too much. But the ones that stand out when it comes to James and it comes to John and it comes to Peter, and then it comes to the prophets in the past, including Moses. Moses did not get tortured. Moses died, and his body, God took his body up on a mountain. And it was an argument between Michael and Satan about the body of uh, Moses. So that, but that's another teaching. Files uh, in the books and stuff like that. My point is, besides Jesus that got tortured as bad as anybody else. Paul comes next. See, Paul was whipped by different type of weaponry, not, you know, a different type of tools and weapons they used to beat Paul. Five different times, 39 minus one, he said, 40 strikes. And they used some very Remember some of the stuff you've seen on Passion of the Christ? I'm sure they asked worse stuff than that when they pawed that beat. And you have to say, what made if Paul was so false and so fake? How was he, was he able to get through that? If what Paul's saying is true. See, that's what I want to get to. Like this young lady was saying, Paul claimed this, Paul claimed that, Paul claimed this. See, you either believe that happened to Paul or you don't believe it. And when you say you, somebody claiming, that means you have doubt and you don't believe it. Even if you're in the middle, you still are in unbelief. You said it again. Even if you are in the middle about something happening in the Bible, you still is in unbelief. God did not deal with people with lukewarm. You got either got to be cold or hot, not lukewarm in the middle. You see what I'm saying? Now, I can understand doubt. We still doubt certain things because it wasn't there. People doubt certain things that happen when they just see right in their eyes. People see people, uh, you had 
back then, they seen people get healed and still have had doubt and still didn't follow Jesus. So miracles don't make a person come to God, like people think. Signs and wonders never did make a person come to God. You understand what I'm saying? So people had doubts then, just like they do today. So you fall on one thing, faith. With your doubt, you fall on faith. See? But when a person said they claim, that's really saying that you don't believe it. That's different than you having doubts. You believe it, but you still have those doubts because it's beyond your comprehension. But when a person say a person claims this, that means you more on the negative of not believing it. Especially when you've been sending for years. <laughs> years, your, your ministry about Jesus and what happened with the, the, uh, the teachings out of the, the books of the Bible and you still saying this person claimed this. That means you walk in the unbelief. You just do not believe it. See? So, according to some Pauline rejectors, they use that term, Paul claim. Now, I'm sure this young lady was taught that she wasn't the only one who came up with this. Paul claimed this. Paul claimed that. The same ones that say that, you don't hear them saying that too much about Moses claimed this. Only ones that might say something like that is an atheist or somebody that don't believe the Bible, period. But usually a person that's called himself religious or know the history of the Bible, that's why you can get some history teachers that are not saved. They might know the history of the Bible, but they use that same type of term, claim. Or history claims. They're not believers. They just are saturated with the history of it. So they're like in the middle, whatever like that. That's still unbelief. See, God moves by faith. Not what you think. God moves by faith. He always moves by faith. So either you believe a certain event or what a person done in the Bible, or you don't. See, when a person said, because you can't believe in a person when you have a little doubt, yes, you can. It happens every day. The saints done that. Peter denied Jesus. Does that mean he didn't believe in Jesus? No, he done it out of fear. He denied Jesus because of fear. Not because he didn't believe him. He didn't want nothing happening to him, so it was kind of selfish. You follow what I'm saying? So do not sit up there and tell me or anybody else that because you have a little doubt about certain things in the Bible that you don't believe in Jesus. No, that's far from the truth. Jesus struggled with that. He struggled in his human flesh about him getting out of that situation. If Jesus struggled, what makes you think you and I ain't going to struggle with our belief and doubt? You understand what I'm saying? Now, I, why do I'm going on? I'm just trying to keep it real. All you got to do is be realistic and look at the saints moved in the Bible. A lot of them doubt they was afraid. I talked about that in the last podcast. Okay? But they move because of their will and love for God and trust in God over their feelings. Remember I talked about that. It's the same with the Apostle Paul. But this young lady kept saying that Paul claims. Paul claimed this happened. She said, anybody can claim and say this. Yes, anybody can claim and say this. Then she used pastors and ministers as example. Yes, 
they claim a lot of things. The majority of the time is false. See, what they claim. But we're not talking about what the fleshly men keep on claiming. We're talking about what you believe about the Bible. You are saying the Apostle Paul, this young lady, Christy Burke, whatever name, something like that, that Paul is claiming, or she don't like this guy, Paul. She think this about this Paul. Paul is mysterious. How he and Jesus contradict each other, and sometimes Jesus contradicts certain things like that, what he said, without even understanding what's going on, under not understanding the context, why they said it a certain way. If you don't know the context of something, it's going to sound like they're contradicting you or they contradicting what they said before. If you don't know the context of why it was said. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of people mess messes up on. See? But the big issue, and I'm going to end this because the next time, Lord, I'm going, to, I'm going to let you listen to another uh, video by audio. Or audio. Yeah, video by audio of another uh, Pauline rejector. And when I do get to this, you should, through this series, you should have some type of, if you've been paying attention, of why people have an issue with the teachings of Paul, why they reject the teachings of Paul. See, they reject the teachings of Paul. There's always a reason why you reject something. You don't just reject what, yeah, you got some people reject people because they just don't like them. They don't like their charismatic ways or whatever. But I'm saying when it comes to doctrine, her problem is mainly with doctrine. If she rejected the way Paul said certain things, she would really reject what Jesus said if she really read about Jesus. But not only that, if she really read how Jesus was saying things and how he called you know, people hypocrites and different things like that and dogs and whatever like that, you know. I, I can imagine what she got to say about that, you know, because Jesus' message wasn't always love and, and love and prettiness and softness like we have been taught that love is. Most real love in the Bible was very stern. The sternness of Paul, the sternness of Jesus. Just let's talk about God back in the days how he wiped many nations out. Don't you know all that was done in love? Even children got wiped out. See, they were God now. But you know, all that was done in love. See, we don't understand how God be loved like we think we do. We know about phileo and stuff like that, and human love, but we cannot comprehend and never will comprehend how God be loved. Because all of these God done in the Bible, even in his anger, was out of perfect love. That's why a lot of us can do not even comprehend what's a God be love. We think we do. That's why you had these Jesus lovers and these people talking about, you got to do things in love. And most human love is, you know, loving people regardless what they do. We got to love them and not condemn them and do like that. We got to love them and don't stay angry. We're not supposed to say nothing mean to them or tell them this or tell them that. Man, that's not love. That's not a godly love. We need to follow the example of love of the Bible. That's displayed by not only God and Jesus, but the prophets and all of them. They put people down, bro. They called out. And if you've never seen that, I don't know what Bible translation you're looking at. See, we don't understand the agape love like we think. 
we think it's all lovey, lovey, melting, and, you know, feeling humble and all that. Stuff. Even humbleness takes a stern rebuke once in a while. The Bible says Moses was a meek man. or uh, one commentator said Moses was meek. Meekness is something like you are uh, you strong and got a lot of courage, but you know how to keep it under control. You know how to keep it under control. That it comes a time you got to let it out. Uh, King Solomon said, "There's a time for everything, even anger. There's a time for everything. See, there's a time for everything. You know. So we have to understand." When this young lady said she didn't like Paul and uh, how he was contradicting this and different things like that, you know, you have to understand the finished work. When God used Moses, almost again, two minutes left, God spoke through Moses. You think Moses done it on his own? God told Moses what to do. You think Moses understood everything God told him? No, none of the prophets of Moses did. God moved through Moses. When God Moses went up there on a mountain, Mount Sinai spoke to God. His his the glow on his face was so bright he scared the daylights out of the Jews. He had to cover himself up with his veil because he was in the presence and the glory of God. So Moses was moved by God. And you know who else was there doing a lot of directing was Jehovah. Jesus. He was not called Jesus then. See, he was not called Jesus. Jesus is earthly man. You see. Jesus was there, the second of the Trinity, doing a lot of that directing. The Bible says Jesus is the creator of the world. The son of man. The creator of the world. See, a lot of people get that. They read the book of Colossians, and only way you would know that is from who? The teachings of Paul, that Jesus is the creator of the world. Just like people miss when the Bible said Satan is the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. The Bible tells us that. And who are you going to get, who do you get that teaching from? Paul. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people that's knocking Paul are quoting things that's coming from Paul, but they're knocking them. They use a lot of certain verses or paraphrases and don't even, ain't even paying attention, talking about they don't like Paul's teaching, but they use it. You wouldn't have knew what to say or certain verses if it wasn't from Paul. You could not get that from nowhere else in the Bible but Paul. How did you take Paul out the Bible? You will miss the whole salvation for mankind if Paul wasn't in the Bible. Used by Jesus Christ. Heavily ministry. Our Lord and Savior. Our head of the body of Christ. Not our King and the Messiah, but our head of the body of Christ. Until next time, this is Joseph Brown, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Peace out.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.